At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Sanchez-Sin, Sports Betting Network. of the handle here on Beeson, Matt Brown, Mike Samich. And no, I'm not looking at the, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm, we're just going on. <laughs> don't do I don't, I don't, I don't care don't that the guy in the it. lead bogeyed one because he drove it onto the cart path and it went out of bounds and he had to take a drop. I, I don't, I don't care. I'm not, I'm not worried about that, Mike. You can tell. I'm glad right? they teed off late, Matt. I'm glad I only have to deal with this for an hour. Of you, you know staring what? At this How about this? Before. How about this? Just close the window. How about that? There you go. There we go. Just close the window. We'll deal with this last hour. Without looking at I'll, it, and you know what can go wrong. It's the whole what can I'll go wrong send, thing. I'll send you emojis with how it's going, and then you'll have to try and figure out how to how to decipher those. People should stick around because we do have an emoji segment coming up here a little bit later. But right now, we're going to talk MLB futures. We're going to talk the Cy Young in particular. So, to give you an idea, your 2023 winners were Garrett Cole on the AL side, Blake Snell on the NL side. What do you kind of need to get this done? So, if you're going to go put in a ticket. You need something in this realm if you want your guy to be in the discussion. So Garrett Cole made 33 starts. That was the most in the AL. He threw 209 innings. That was also the most in the AL. You don't have to throw 209, but you need to be, you know, 180s, 190s, close to 200, something like that. He was 15 and four. The 15 wins was actually second in the AL. And I will give you a crisp $100 bill if you can tell me the two guys that had more wins than Garrett Cole last year in the AL. Oh, man. I got I got no idea. Zach Eflin and Chris Bassett were the guys yeah, that had 16 wins last year. I could have gotten to Eflin. Bassett would have been tough on that t- on that Toronto team. <laughs> Two six three ERA. That was first in the AL. A zero point nine eight WHIP, which was also first in the AL, and he had a nice little twenty seven percent K rate to go with a microscopic five point eight percent walk rate. Now 
that is a ridiculously amazing season. So let's go to Blake Snell, which is a little bit more of what you can get by with because Garrett Cole basically led the league in every single category <laughs> and had just a historic season. So Snell made 32 starts. That was fourth in the NL. He threw 180 innings. So that was actually 10th in, in the National League. So Snell only went 180 innings, not the 209 that you got out of that you got out of Garrett Cole. He only had 14 wins. The 14 wins was fifth in the National League. He did have a 2.25 ERA, which led the National League. So again, I think the the formula here, Mike, is you need to have one or two kind of standout categories. He had a 1.19 whip, which was ninth in the NL. It was still top 10, but ninth in the NL. But then you come to his strikeout rate, which was 31.5%. That was second in all of Major League Baseball. That wasn't just second in the NL. That was second in all of Major League Baseball. So again, he led the league in ERA, and then he had just a ridiculously high K rate to go along with top 10 and all of the other stats. I think the Blake Snell profile is a little bit more indicative of what you need to kind of be in the discussion. Garrett Cole's season last year was just absurd. He led the league in basically every single category. You don't have to have that to win the Cy Young, but but Snell's season is kind of where you need to be. Yeah, and the Cole was was a front runner for the majority of the season. Snell had a stretch there where he had 10 starts with a sub one ERA that really got him into the conversation. And when you have a run like that, it also helps your candidacy because you can point to that and just say, look how dominant he was for this specific stretch And the NL was wide open last year. You had Galleon, you had Snell, you had Justin Steele, who, again, I think Justin Steele, another guy, would be interesting in the NL this year, but his K rate just doesn't match what we've seen from other past Cy Young winners. So let's uh, let's look at the AL. And again, if, if in fairness, right, if you're if you're betting this, you have to understand that the the short shots are the short shots for a reason. And you look Garrett Cole up at the top yet again at five to one. Kevin Gosman sitting there at seven to one. Fromber Valdez at seven and a half to one. Corbin Burns, 10 to one. Pablo Lopez at 12, Luis Castillo at 13, George Kirby at 14, Tariq Skubal, a very, very popular name for this market, is all the way down to 16 to 1. You could have got him mid-20s, but uh, everybody's steaming him a ton. And then everybody else, 25 to 1 or longer. Uh, Mike, I'm going to start with Corbin Burns at 10 to 1. Uh, look, his move over to the AL and over to the Orioles is kind of neutral. It's a better pitcher's park, but obviously a tougher division. So it's kind of neutral, right? I mean, it, with the park shift, but then the the, the guys that he's going to be going up against more often, I think it's more neutral to him. But he kind of had a down year last year. And I say down with air quotes if you're watching the video feed here because it was a 3.39 ERA. He still had a 25.5% K rate. His walk rate ticked up, which ended up really kind of hurting him there, all the way up to 8.4%. And his swinging strikes were down to 12.2%. If you go to his previous two seasons, a 30.5% K rate, a 6.4% walk rate, and 15% swinging strikes. The year before that, a 35.6% K rate. Only a 5.2% walk rate with 16.6% swinging strike. So if Corbin Burns can kind of get back to where he was the two years prior over here with the Orioles, I think that you can get a guy with a pretty good strikeout rate, a pretty good swinging strike rate. If he brings that walk rate back down, naturally then the ERA is going to fall down. He's playing for a good team in the Orioles. So if, if these voters care about wins, they shouldn't. But like he'll still have a decent amount of wins to go along with it as well. He's 10 to 1. It's not the sexiest of numbers, but I, I do like him in this market. 
I, I don't disagree with you. I thought this market was more difficult from a price perspective than the NL. It feels like there's a lot more top-heavy players inside the AL where you could see those Cole-esque seasons and someone really be able to dominate. Burns was someone that I had on the radar there. The 10-to-1 price is kind of what got me off him just because we did see some regression last year. But he's someone who throws a lot of innings. He, he checks those boxes. He will start a bunch of games. He'll throw a lot of innings. His strikeouts are there. So he fits as someone who kind of deserves to be in that 10-to-1 range. Yeah, my long shot guy here in the AL, and, and guys, listen, this is just, you're having a long shot ticket and you kind of roll with it. Cole Reagans, if you're not sure who Cole Reagans is, he is a big lefty, plays for the Royals. The, the thing about him is he has the potential, Mike, just from what he has from a stuff standpoint, to put together just an unbelievably ridiculous season. He missed two full seasons with Tommy John stuff going on, and so... He just never really fit with the Rangers and got traded, made the move over to the Royals. And once he got to the Royals, which just absolutely lights out, was ridiculously good. And he has legit swing and miss stuff. We are talking like 33% swinging uh, uh, whiff rate on a lot of his pitches. We're talking some ridiculously high K rate and swing strike type of stuff with him as well. He added a slider towards the end of last season, which really started to work for him too. It's a longer shot ticket, 28 to 1 on Reagans. But again, we don't need him to win. We just need him to play his way into the conversation. And so that's why I put in a ticket on him, mainly because of the top end potential that he has. This is a dude that throws near, nearly 100 miles an hour, has ridiculously good strikeout stuff. And maybe if this Royals team surprises and plays over their potential, he could put himself in the conversation. The Royals team are going to be a team that's talked about quite a bit here. We talked about them yesterday. You had them as the overwind total. They're a team that's eight to one in the division that I think makes some sense considering how bad that division is. And if they do make that run, Reagan is going to be one of those reasons. I found two guys who weren't great prices and I have not bet either of these guys to be completely transparent as well. But when I was searching through here, I wanted someone who I felt had a possibility of taking a step forward this season. And two guys that jumped out to me were Fran Valdez for Houston. He pitched well last year at 200 strikeouts over a nine uh, nine Ks per or ten, nine Ks per nine innings uh, pitched, but he was a tough luck loser multiple times. He had a bad strand rate last year. He's on a Houston team that I think is going to be better this year than they were last year. The 750 price is what kind of holds me back from wanting to put a ticket in there. And then Luis Castillo up in Seattle, someone who has been able to put together consistent gains, but yet to be able to put a full season together. He is a top end pitcher for another organization that I think takes a step forward. I think they've got a legitimate chance to try and win the AL West playing in a pitcher's park and a team that's going to get a lot of momentum here. So it's someone again, where I think you can create the narrative around Luis Castillo being able to win this award. He's sitting at 13 to one. I think this Mariners team is going to be good. And I think he's one of the main reasons over on the NL side of things. Listen, if Spencer Strider doesn't get hurt, he is very, very likely to be at the very top of this conversation. But at five and a half to one, I'm just not going to put in a ticket. And you're going to say, Matt, you put in a five and a half to one on Acuna for MVP. It's different for pitchers because the sample size is smaller. If, if he gets hurt and has to miss six or six starts, then he's not going to win it. And like a guy, a, a position player can miss two weeks and still come back and win MVP. So it's just a different it's just a different ball game when it comes to pitchers. And so I won't do the super short shots when it comes to pitchers. On the NL side of things, I just took two high upside guys. Tyler Glass now, now moved over to the Dodgers. It's going to be in the spotlight. It's going to be one of, one of the greatest teams maybe ever assembled and all of that. This guy has a ridiculously high upside. It's always just been injury concerns with Glass now. He has a career 31% strikeout rate. He strikes out every third guy that steps in the batter's box. The problem is he just gets hurt. He had a career high year last year in innings pitch, Mike, and it was only 120. So 
the problem the problem with him is just keeping him on the hill but if i'm getting a longer shot number on him i'm just i will bet that i can't predict injuries right i mean I, that's what i can't do what i can say is when he is healthy he's ridiculously hard to hit he has a 16% swinging striker percent i mean the guy is just uh, lights out when he's healthy it's just keeping him healthy I'll bet that maybe he can get us, you know, 160, 170 innings and maybe put himself in the conversation this year. And that's that's what he needs to do. He needs to stay healthy. If he can have a good first half, you can take this ticket and you can turn it into something. And so you're really just rooting for a healthy first half. So then you can get some other people at decent numbers around him. Uh, One of the guys I like in the NL, Sonny Gray, switching leagues here, was in was in Minneapolis last year playing for the Twins. Now he's on the Cardinals. And you look at his numbers last year. They were phenomenal. He had a 279 ERA. He had 183 strikeouts, nine K's per nine innings as well. His whip floated up a little bit up to one point one point one five. If he can pitch well in what I think is a very easy division to pitch in, in the NL Central, if he can replicate those numbers, he makes sense at a decent price here. So we're sitting at 25 to 1 right now on Sonny Gray. I think there's some value in him switching leagues. Yeah, another guy for me is just strictly, we finally saw health for Jesus Lazardo, a hugely pedigreed guy. I mean, like yep. this guy, I mean, just literally every single pitch is rated top. I mean, he's one of the hu- biggest prospects for the longest time, just could never stay healthy. But finally got 178 innings out of him last year. If we can get that again from him and then maybe he figured something out, Jesus Lizardo had a big number again over in the NL. I remember him in Oakland. I mean, he was one of those guys who was coming up as a major pedigree guy and just never able to really put it together. Last year was his best season. He needs to take a step forward off that, but another one that makes sense at a big price. Yeah, guys, when we come back, we're going to do a fun little fun segment here, respectful or rude. We're going to take a market. We're going to see if the number attached to that market is respectful or if it's rude. Coming back here, Sam. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
You pay for the internet, so you might as well go to websites that look all new and fresh and have enhanced navigation and have better functionality. And you will find that at VEASAN.com, V-S-I-N.com. If you want to do it on your mobile phone, you can go in and see that it is also mobile first focused as well. We've done it all for you at VEASAN.com, V-S-I-N.com. Matt Brown, Mike Samich coming to you here on a Sunday May or may not have pulled up the PGA Tour leaderboard again, but I, that's just, maybe, I maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe Don't I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I maybe I pulled it open, but uh, no but disaster yeah, probably, on the second hole probably, at least. You have it on the, in the studio, right? You have the tournament on. No, we, we, we don't have any. We're, we're having we, we, we're having issues today with the TVs and the what's not. It's, it's fine. It's okay. fine. It's, fine. It's, it's probably for the better. It's probably honestly, it's probably for the better. Mike, all I appreciate you focused here, Matt. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, you 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 have me here for the next uh, forty five minutes. So so there we go. Um, this is uh, coming through from a beat writer that the Raiders are going to be hyper focused on the quarterbacks at the uh, at the combine. So Raiders hyper focused on the quarterbacks at the combine. We would imagine that with a team that doesn't have a quarterback, but I guess that's news. Did you you want me to break some news too, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, the Bears are going to be hyper-focused at the quarterbacks <laughs> in the combine. Right. Breaking right now. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's, yes. Uh, the team that doesn't have a quarterback is going to be looking at the quarterbacks. Shocker. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right, so let's play a little game here, respectful or rude. These are the NFL Coach of the Year odds, and we're going to let you know if we find these to be respectful or rude, and let's go ahead and kick things off here with Kevin Stefanski. Look, he won it last year, 70-1 to now for him. I will say respectful because, Mike, this is voted on by human beings, and they're not going to give the guy Coach of the Year two years in a row. Just not going to happen, so I think it's respectful. I'm going to go with rude. He should be 200 to one. <laughs> There's no <laughs> chance he's going to win coach of the year next year. The reason he won coach of the year is because they, they went through five quarterbacks who were still able to make the playoffs, right? There is no way there's that season's going to be replicated. And there is zero chance they're going to give this guy the award in back to back years. It's interesting. He and Reed, the two longest shots on the board, Reed at 70 to one as well. It shows you kind of how people look at these awards because we talked about Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy and how it's unlikely for Purdy to win because of Reed. Reed can't win this because of Mahomes. It's just it's very interesting when you look at these markets and you hit the nail on the head. It's because it's voted on by people. It makes it tough for guys like Stefanski, who's trying to go back to back and went through a disaster quarterback year last year and Reed, who has Mahomes to be able to win this award. What do you think about Matt LaFleur? And actually, since this was. Since we actually put this together, he has drifted to plus 850 now in this market for coach of the year. Respectful or rude on Matt LaFleur? I'm going to go respectful. I think mm-hmm. that's right about where it should be. I wouldn't bet it at plus 850, but if he was sitting there at 15 to 1, 20 to 1, I don't think that would make a ton of sense. We've seen Jordan Love at low as 12 to 1 in the MVP market. This is a team where you can create a path. Yes, they were good last year, but if they take a step forward, they end up the number one seed in the NFC. I think that does make sense for LaFleur to be in the coach of the year conversation. I I wouldn't bet him at plus 850, but I don't think the number is way off. So I can't really go either way with this one because I don't think that it's right and I don't think that it's way off. I just think that it's off. And the reason is, is because so we saw, so LaFleur is now Dan Campbell 2024, right? So Dan Campbell heading into last year, all we heard for coach of the year was Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell. The Lions are going to be better, Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell. And like, I think a bit of fatigue happened somewhere along the way as well, Mike, with all of that. And I think we're going to get that with LaFleur. If the Packers play anywhere close 
to what is being projected, which, by the way, is just sky high. No team is getting more love here in the offseason than this Packers team. I wonder if there's going to be like LaFleur fatigue by the time we get to middle of the season and people are going to be looking for somebody else to to, to vote on here. Because remember, there was times last year where we were looking at anybody but Dan Campbell to go at. And I almost think it's because we're humans and our brains work in weird ways. And when we're being told over and over and over and over again that the award goes to this guy because look what's going on and this is what, that we want to look elsewhere. I wonder if that's going to happen to LaFleur again. It's definitely a possibility, especially if they start out hot and you get all this buzz going early in the season around this Packers team. If I was interested in playing LaFleur, which again, not interested at plus 850, I'd look around at some ulterior markets and say, okay, what would it take for LaFleur to win coach of the year? Well, they probably have the best record in the NFC. Okay, what's the price for Packers best record in the NFC? Because that one, if they do it, you guaranteed to get the money. If they don't do it, or if, if they do it, you aren't guaranteed LaFleur is going to win coach of the year. So I would be shopping around for ancillary markets where I might be able to get a better price on a guarantee versus a projection. Your favorite for coach of the year coming in at plus 550 is Jim Harbaugh. Respectful or rude? Rude. Right? Why is he the favorite? I, I don't I, I I can I understand the path, right, that Harbaugh goes in there and all of a sudden this team's a lot better. It's going to take a couple years. I think Harbaugh maybe next year is someone that I would want to be, be interested in the odds, depending on what they are. But at plus 550, I, I just I don't see people going in and saying, yeah, guess what? This San Diego team that was loaded with talent and had a terrible coach now is going to finish second in the division, make a wild card. Is that enough to make to get him coach of the year? Probably not. He probably needs to win the division. They're not going to win the division. Kansas City is going to win this division again next year. I I don't understand why we're plus 550. I know. We should add a third one to this where it's like respectful, rude, or repulsive. And like this one's just repulsive. <laughs> like this one is absolutely repulsive because, yeah. Oh, darn. You step into a top six quarterback in the NFL and Keenan Allen had over a thousand yards receiving last year. And like all I, I mean. Dude, what, you're going to add a playmaker on the offensive side in the draft, most likely, and you have talent on the defensive side. I, I mean, he doesn't have yeah. to do a ridiculously awesome coaching job here. He just has to not be terrible like Staley was. Exactly. They, they, they If they don't take a step forward, then it's a yeah. awful coaching job by right. Harbaugh. Like, right, that's... You, you should expect that they're going to make the playoffs. And a lot of times in these markets, you have to beat expectations. I find it very hard for Harbaugh to go in there and be able to beat his expectations considering how high they are with a bad team. Let's look at one that, uh, boy, you would have to, you'd have to really have some faith in this one. Dave Canales, 25 to one. Mike. Yeah. That team is widely projected to be the worst team in the NFL yet again. How is he only 25? How is he only 25 to one? Like, I, I mean, the division stinks. Maybe you know, he's gonna have a fourth place yeah. schedule. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe he wins the division at eight and nine. And that's how you like, but does that happen? You know, for like I think 25 to one, you need to happen. What? 4% of the time. Like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they win the division. Yeah. Four. Like I don't, I don't see a route for him to win it considering you'd need a massive improvement. Now, if Bryce young takes a huge step forward, the offense is all of a sudden good. There are some pieces on the defensive side, but I don't think any of us believe that's going to happen. Yeah, you, you, you and me both. I don't see that going down either. What about D'Amico Ryans at 15 to 1? Now, of all the people on the board here, if you wanted to make a case for someone, D'Amico Ryans, who was super popular last year in this market, and then again, it just kind of faded down the stretch. 
What if this Texans team wins the division and wins the division by getting to 12 wins, you know, something like that. Like, I think there's a pretty good narrative for D'Amico Ryans after last season where he did what he did last year and kind of taking a, a team that was going to be bad to a team that was at least decent and then going from decent to good. I think there's a pretty good narrative there for D'Amico Ryans. I, I do too. I don't think 15 to one is a bad price at all here, right? Again, not the best division in the world. We'll see what we get from Jacksonville. I do think Indianapolis takes a step forward. Steichen also on the board there at 15 to one. To me, those are the two that makes the most sense because if, if you do have either of those teams win 12 games, 11 games and win by open lengths inside the division, then yeah, that, that's a playable number. And if you look at this Texas team, we've talked about the cap space they have. If they go out and get Saquon, this number probably goes down a little bit. They've got some room to maneuver on the defensive side. They get Tank Dell back at wide receiver. There's a lot of positives for this Texans team. And D'Amico Ryans across the board is liked. And some people even said he should have won it this year. Mm-hmm. So you have that voters mentality where, hey, we didn't give it to him last year, but he was definitely up there. And now he's making another case from back to back years. Shouldn't we give it to him this year? So I think D'Amico Ryans 15 to one is not a bad price at all. Yeah, I'll go with respectful on that one. Not rude. I think he's right. Uh, finally, Gerard Mayo, 20 to one. What are we doing here? Like, well, like, what, what are we doing here? This team's going to win four games. What, like, what, I, what are we doing? I mean, I, I don't understand how they're going to make the playoffs. If they do make the playoffs, I guess 20 to one is not a bad price. But everyone else in that division is clearly better than you. You have no quarterback. You don't have any weapons on the outside. Yeah, your defense was pretty good last year. But like, what's the path here to a, a, an eight win, nine win uh, Patriots team that gets him any shot at this award? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 like nine win floor, right, for for this yep. to be his award. Like, how are they getting to nine win? You should I have no idea. You should just bet the alt win total and and then not even just worry about like what happens with him. I mean, the win total is going to get be set at four and a half or five and a half or something like that for them. Maybe six and a half or something like just bet the alt win total to get them over nine. You're not going to get 20 to one, but like then you just take the voter element out of it. Like you just cash it if they get to nine wins because like that's the floor for him to win this. And you and I both are kind of like, come on. If they're at five and a half and you play alt over seven and a half, you're going to get a decent plus money price on it. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about any of this stuff because they're, they're not getting to 11. They're not getting to 10. That's what yeah. he's going to need. Yeah, exactly. So let's, let's that's a better way to play that. If you want to bet on the, the Patriots this year, let's play the emoji game when we come back. This is the handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, become a VSIN Pro subscriber today at VSIN.com slash pro. You get those best bet emails, you get the betting splits, you get all of the betting guides that we have coming down the pipe as well. Every single thing we do, articles on hockey, horse racing, golf, everything at VSIN.com slash pro. VSIN Pro subscription. Go ahead and get that thing today. Matt Brown, Mike Samich coming to you here on a Sunday. No, things aren't crippling and crumbling on down around. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Everything's good. And we're just going to keep on moving on. Yeah, it's a show. We're going to keep on moving on. I'm a professional, you know, whenever we do this. So we have a, we have a very creative producer in, in in Stephanie Kamershack. And so she decided to uh, go ahead and make an emoji game for us here this week. Threw in just a, 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 just threw in any sort of, bet that you could make over on DraftKings Sportsbook and then uh, the odds attached and we just had to put in an emoji and so for me uh, we start out with Dak Prescott to win MVP at 15 to 1 and my, my mine was 
this little dude right here, which is kind of the meh emoji. You know, if you guys are listening on the radio, I know this is probably better for the uh, video stream than it is the radio. It's the guy with just like the the, the straight mouth going across right there. And it's kind of like to me. It's 15 to one. It's kind of like, yeah, well, you know, it's whatever for, for Dak Prescott. It's you look at it. Could he win MVP? Sure. Is it going to take some stuff to have it? I mean, is the offense going to be good? Sure. Is he going to put up probably top, you know, 10 numbers? Sure. But nothing, it doesn't, just doesn't get me excited. So for that at 15 to one, I'm kind of, eh, it's just more, more meh. Yeah. I mean, I, I, similar style, similar idea here. Give me the prayer hands. Cause you're kind of just praying everything goes right for mm-hmm. Dak Prescott to be able to win the MVP last year at every opportunity, multiple people kind of fell off and this Cowboys team couldn't get it done down the stretch and Dak couldn't get it done with the numbers down the stretch to be able to win the award. So if you're playing Dak here, you're, you're kind of putting a prayer together. All right, Matt, the next one we got here, Saquon Bar- Barkley winning offensive player of the year, 30 to one on this one. What emoji did you use? Yeah, I went with the little curious guy the guy that has his little hand and the 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 thumb and the finger on his face like the hmm thinking about it guy the little hmm thinking about it fella because at 30 to 1 I know we have the New York logo on the screen right now but if that were a Texans logo and we're talking about a dude who runs for 1200 yards gets another four or 500 yards receiving to go along with several touchdowns in what we expect to be a pretty decent Texans offense and all of that at 30 to one. It's the number attached to it, right? Mike, the 30 to one. I think it's a, Hmm, it's kind of a hum for me. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I put the I put the nervous mouth logo up there mm. because I'm a little nervous that the New York Giants things attached to him as well. Currently, his favorite, uh, the favorite in the betting market is to him to go back to New York. And if that happens, I want no part of 30 to one. If he ends up in San Diego, if he ends up in Houston. Yeah, I could see 30 to one is a decent price. The other issue for me and what makes me nervous. If he ends up in San Diego, a- you better get 5000 to one on him because they don't even have <laughs> NFL team. So you better you better get better oh, odds than 30. Ah. If he ends up on the Chargers in Los Angeles, I'm sorry, Matt, forever be San Diego for me. But it, it's it's one of those where you're sitting there and you're like 30 to one. Yeah, the price seems right, but he's also not a wide receiver. And we saw yeah. what it took Chris, Christian McCaffrey to be able to win the award. Literally, had to set a stretch of record stretch of touchdown scored in games to be able to win that award. It's tough for a running back to win this one. I'd expect it's going to a wide receiver. So that that's why I got that little nervous look. Let's jump over. Let's look at Alabama to win the college football playoff. 12 to one right now, Matt. What do you think? I got the little dude making an X with his hand. The no way, the no way, no how on the 12 to one. Listen, with the expanded college football playoff, does it help them out a little bit? It does, but I don't think they win the SEC. They had a ton of people flood out of town when Nick Saban decided to retire. They're still going to be good, Mike. Do not get me wrong. They will probably still make this expanded playoff but it's not going to be the Alabama team of old. It's going to take them a couple of years to still prove that they're Alabama to continue to get those flood of guys to come in and they'll do it again. It, it, I expect them to have a ton of success, but with all that, not this year and certainly not at 12 to one. Yeah. I, I, uh, I decided to throw up the pizza emoji, man. Mm-hmm. You know why? Throw pizza money you, on it. You know, well, no, you never really regret having pizza, yeah. but there's always something better. You probably could have have. And when you're kind of lazy, you just go get pizza. Look, taking Alabama to win the college football playoff, it's a little lazy. You're not going to regret it. You're going to enjoy eating it. You'll have a ticket that's live toward the end. But it is really the best option for you? Probably not. So I threw the pizza emoji at that one. All right, next one. Let's look at Shador Sanders to win the Heisman, Matt. 45 to 1. What emoji do you go with? 
the trash can the take this bet and throw it in the trash. This is a trash <laughs> bet. We know how where the Heisman goes, Mike, it goes to the, it goes to a player on one of the best teams in the country. It is not going to be Colorado. Colorado is not going to be one of the best teams in the country. They're 200 to one to win the national championship. If you're wondering what this is, if you wanted to bet Shador Sanders specifically, it's the number that's attached as well, right? This would have to be 100 to 1. And if you want to say, okay, 100 to 1, sure. You want to throw a little fun bet on that, fine. But they're not going to be one of the best teams in the country. So it would take the most Herculean season ever because we just don't give it to teams that are mediocre. Uh, 45 to 1, it's it's trash can for me. What about you? I, I threw the little guy with the bandages on his head here because you probably had something playing you in the head to make you want to bet this play here at 45 to one because a he could get hurt. And so that kind of fits. But secondly, you got to be concussed. If you run into the window here, taking Shador Sanders at 45 to one, I agree with you. If he's 200 to one. If he's somewhere in that 150 range, it kind of matches the Colorado odds. Sure. Go for it. Especially since you could try and sell it off after a couple of games when he probably will play well, but for a season long wager, that is a very, very, very tough one to take. Slip over to baseball a little bit here, Matt. We've got some MVP talk. Mike Trout to win the AL MVP sitting at 20 to one. What emoji are you going with? Yeah, I went with the eyeballs mainly just because it's kind of like, dude, you are getting 20 to one on one of the best players in Major League Baseball. One of the best players we've ever seen play Major League Baseball ever. The numbers never been this big on Trout because, hey, it's Mike Trout. So it's at least kind of like, oh, man, get, your eyeballs get a little big when you say 20 to one next to Mike Trout for MVP. That being said, Angels aren't going to be very good. He doesn't have the the he doesn't have the Otani protection on him anymore. Man, and he's too good of a dude. He won't demand a trade. I, I just I wish I wish for you and I's sake, you realize that you and I are like in this you have to be in the sports world essentially or an Angels fan to realize what Mike Trout has done over the last 8 years in Major League Baseball like, like he plays on a team that no one cares about and that doesn't get to the playoffs and doesn't win enough games he's one of the greatest players to ever step on a baseball field ever and i don't think most people realize that it's really disappointing yeah. that we didn't get to see him more in the postseason, that we didn't get to see him competing for championships. I love the fact that Otani moved on because he realized, yeah, I'm not going to be in the postseason. I'm not going to have those moments if I stay on this Angels team. This is where I decided to use my trash can, Matt, because if you play Trout to 20 to 1 to win the AL MVP, you can just go ahead and throw it in the trash can. He's still one of the best players in the league when he's on the field. And that has become a massive issue with him over the last couple of years. Trust me, I've had my, my fantasy team a couple times in the last three years. It's a painful sight to see that little injury blip pop up. And then he ends up missing two or three weeks, sometimes two or three months. It's impossible to be able to win an MVP award with the amount that Mike Trout is now getting injured. He's still one of the best players in the game when he's out there. 20 to one seems like a great price on him, but the injury aspect makes it really hard for me to back him. All right, let's jump over to the NL side now. Pete Alonzo, the polar bear, MVP in the NL, 30 to 1. What do you think here, Matt? I threw up the dude making the the muscle, you know, the little bicep, the little guy with the fist, and he's making a big old bicep muscle in that because that's what's going to take for this to get home because Alonzo doesn't steal bases like uh, Acuna does. Alonzo doesn't score runs like Acuna does. It's going to take Alonzo hitting 60 homers in order for him to win the MVP, and I don't know if that's going to happen, but like, hey, let's just put the appropriate emoji to that, which is all the muscles, all the brute force. He's going to have to hit 60 because he doesn't have the complete game that Acuna brings to the table. And so if he goes for 60, hey, he's going to be in the conversation at 30 to one. That's that's something to, to talk about, but that's what it's going to take. 
I like it. I thought that meant you liked the bet when you threw up the 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 bicep there. So that's that's a I like the take there. I went with the see no evil monkey emoji here because you gotta just assume that you're not gonna see Ronald Acuna, that you're not gonna see Corbin, some of the other mm. top picks in the NL. We're gonna have better overall stat lines than Alonzo has. You said it. He's got to hit 60 bombs to be able to be in the conversation. The Mets have to be a lot better to be in this conversation. You got to just be ignoring some things if you want to play Alonzo sitting there at 30 to 1. All right, last one, Matt. For producer Steph here, the Red Sox to make the playoffs, plus 260. Shocker, she threw this in there. <laughs> I like the one that you would, because I, I almost went with the exact same one, and then I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just go a little different route. But we both are like, Come on. I did the skull and crossbones. Get out of here with this nonsense. They're the worst team in the division. They're going to be the worst team. They're going to, they're to make the playoffs. What all would have to go right for this team to make the playoffs this year, Mike? No way, no how. Give me the skull and crossbones. What did you go with? And I already know, and it's a good one. <laughs> I threw up the poop emoji, yeah, baby. You Let's did. go. Of course you did. Because uh, look, this is the closest thing to the Red Sox team this year. If that was plus. 2,600, we could start talking about this, plus 260, just way too short of a number, Matt. Yeah, no way, no how on that one. I have a feeling that this segment is going to live on. We'll probably do this one again, so uh, be sure and tune in if you enjoyed that one uh, here with all of this. I know it's probably better visually than than audio, but we described, we tried to describe as much as we could the emojis that we were using there. We're going to put a bow on this episode here of The Handle on a Sunday when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you need a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then you need this sign-up bonus. What we're going to do, go in, use the promo code VEASAN. And with that first bet of yours, up to $1,000, if it doesn't happen to get home, we are going to give that bet back to you in bonus bets. Go in, deposit, use the promo code VEASAN. You can bet 100, 200, 304, all the way up to 1,000. If that first bet of yours doesn't get home, we will act. 
actually refund that amount back into your account in the form of bonus bets. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Yankees fans out there, Juan Soto, of course, your big free, uh, your uh, your big acquisition in the offseason. First spring training at bat, hit one off the scoreboard. Hit one about Ooh. five. Hit one about five hundred feet. Put a dent into the uh, scoreboard out there. So, Juan Soto to the moon. MVP Juan Soto. <laughs> one at bat. He's, in spring training. There it is. That's all we need. He's going to be fun in that ballpark, Matt. Like, that's going to that lineup. If they stay healthy, is going to be a fun. Yankees lineup again. Listen, it's kind of the deal with Soto is the same deal that was going that we're talking about with Trout, right? It was they tried the experiment in San Diego. It didn't work. I mean, it didn't work out. The Padres just could not get it figured out. And so I'm glad to see him go to another team and and see what he's actually while he's in his prime. That's the, the biggest problem with Trout. And I think you and I, when we're telling this story of, of sports when we were younger, when we're 80 years old, we're going to say, like, yeah, that was this guy that probably could have gone down as maybe one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time. But he was buried in a team that didn't matter and had no protection around him. He still did this. Like, look at his career stats, even with no protection in the lineup and still was able to do this. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of those things. I think when we look back on, on Trout's career and, I, and I'm glad that, he, that, that, you know, with Soto, we are going to see him in his prime and not just kind of getting wasted away. So do you hold that against Trout in the long run that he never got out of that Angels organization? Because he had opportunities. He, he could have signed elsewhere if he chose to, but he's decided to stay with that Angels organization. So it's like the respect slash I'm selfishly blame him, right? Like I respect him for being loyal to the team. Selfishly, I blame him because I'm like, dude, go somewhere and win. Go somewhere and like go to a hitter's park where you that's the other thing. He didn't even play in like a hitter's park. Like, I mean, like think of all think of these ridiculous stats this guy's going to retire with. And he played in mostly lineups where he had no one around him and two, a park that is neutral at best, most likely considered a pitcher's park. Like, he, he, there's just what his career could have been is going to be is going to be something that we can only speculate. You know, like I said, whenever we're 80 years old, sitting on a, on a rocking chair, you know, drinking our whatever we're drinking. I won't say whatever, whatever we're drinking at 80 years old. Everyone talks about the the organization fan bases that you don't want to be, how how painful it is to be a Lions fan, a Browns fan, whatever it is. Angels fans have to at least be in that conversation. Oh, yeah. You've had two of the best players, two generational players back to back of each other. You've never even sniffed. Yeah. It's a success that you would you, expect to have. With you, those signed two. You, have Rendon, World Series. you signed Rendon after he like looks like he's like going to be the greatest thing ever. And then he can't say on the field. I mean, it's just yeah, it's yeah. it's just all kinds of stuff going wrong with that team. Just, just brutal. And now, again, they did win a couple World Series, so you can't completely be like, oh, that's awful. But, man, it's not been a good run over the last 10, 15 years here for these Angels. All right, so let's do a little bit of a review as we get going here. A shout-out to Eli Hershkovich and for Sean Little for joining us here on the program today. But, uh, Mike, let's go to you over on the ice hockey side of things. You like the Blackhawks? I do like the Blackhawks. Three-plus money plays for me tonight. First one's going to be the Blackhawks at home taking on the Red Wings. It's just mispriced in my mind. I, I thought this the Blackhawks should be around plus 120, plus 125 in this spot. Uh, they opened as high as plus 160. We've seen consistent money come in on the Blackhawks. It got down to 150 when I bet them. We've seen them as low as plus 140 in the market now. So I, I agree with that move. I think the Blackhawks are on the right side. Uh, it's a, a, a spot where I do think they can have some success, success against a Red Wings team that's not quite as good as they've been playing. Flyers and the Penguins. This is not your traditional play, but a bet you can make nonetheless. 
Yeah, I took the first period under here, and this is a statistically heavy bet for me. If you look at ROI in the first period, specifically on unders, the Penguins, the number one team in the NHL, first period under ROI at home. The Flyers, the number one team in the NHL, first period under ROI on the road. So we've got this perfect scenario of the best on the road and the best on the home, both playing toward the under. And you're getting plus money, plus 100, because the game's currently lined at six. So I'll take the first period under a goal and a half, plus 100. And then we are going to our last puck drop of the evening. As we said, about 8.05 Eastern Nashville heading to the West Coast to play the Ducks. Yeah, battle of the backups here. Both teams played last night. Uh, the Predators were able to get a win. Uh, we saw the Ducks up in Los Angeles last night. So you're going to get the both backup goalies here in this spot. The Predators have been playing very good hockey, ripped off four in a row, all by two or more. So like laying the goal and a half, you're taking the plus 145 with a team that needs to keep winning to make the playoffs against the Ducks, who are one of the worst teams in the NHL. So we'll lay the goal and a half with the Predators and take the plus price. Over in the NBA, it's going to be about 310 Eastern Mavericks and the Pacers. This game has a 252 total. So if there's supposed to be that many points, how about two of the most prolific scorers in the NBA going for some pretty good point totals in this one? So I did a little small same game parlay of Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving. Over 30 for Luka, over 25 for Kyrie. That brings us to even money a little bit. Actually, a little tiny tick over even money. And and as we said, Mike, listen, what if this game plays to you know, 5% over what we're thinking, whatever. If you wanted to play Luca over 35 and, and Kyrie over 30, what you're going to get nearly three to one. You could go 35 and 35 and get that thing nearly to five, six to one. So there's different ways to play this. But again, Pacers 26th in defensive efficiency over the course of the season and income Luca and Kyrie who are absolutely red hot right now. So that's how I tackled that one. Yeah, I, I like that look. I was talking about Halliburton and Luca as well over as well. You can manipulate their points and get some pl- nice plus money, plus money plays there as well. Expecting a lot of points, a good spot to go over some of these player props. I went to the NBA here. I'm going against Sean, one of our guests. His bet, best, best bet was the under in this game. I'm taking the over here in Oklahoma City, taking on Houston. Uh, these are two teams that are top 10 in pace of play and both bottom six in defensive efficiency. I think you're going to see a lot of possessions and a lot of good possessions uh, to be able to push this over the 233 and a half. A lot of his handicap was around the defensive efficiency for Houston at home and the fact that this is going to be the third game in four nights for Oklahoma City. So understand why he likes the under there, but I'm going to go with the larger breadth of stats here and say this one goes over tonight. And if we want to bet some horses, and as we said, if you know you don't you don't have a the DK horse app out there, you can go ahead and get that, and that will allow you to head to Gulfstream Park. And when we do that, we're going to head to the number eight race. Yeah, this is coming up pretty quick on us now. Both these, uh, this the first race goes off at 3:35 Eastern. The second one at 4:08 Eastern here at Gulfstream Park. I go with a two. Fly the W in the eighth race. An ultra consistent horse who's 12 for 24 over this racetrack at Gulfstream Park. Been up in class the last two. Now coming back down in class to take on a, a field, a group of horses that he is, in my mind, towers above. Sitting at the, uh, sitting at eight to five on the morning line. And then the next race we're going to go with Mr. Abario, six to one, who I believe has a pace advantage over the Gulfstream. Park turf course, which is a very pace friendly turf course. This is a horse that was claimed last time out for 25,000 is stepping up the ladder to 35,000, which is a nice show of confidence from a trainer who is very good off the claim. 23% win percentage when he does claim a horse and runs them back and gets Jose Ortiz in the saddle. One of the best jockeys at Gulfstream Park. So we're going to go with two in the eighth, two in the ninth. And if you want to play a daily double, which means playing the playing the winner of back to back races. You can play two with two, and you're going to get a better price than the uh, win parlay would pay. So I can go buy that horse when this race is over. If you bet enough, you can buy him. You have to. But here's the thing, Matt. 
you got to put the claim slip in before the race starts. So you're you're rolling the dice a little bit. He could run awful, and you could, you're still paying 35k for him. So you you put in a claim. What if what if multiple people want to want to buy the horse? What do we do then? Do we rock paper scissors for him or something? It's not quite rock paper. So like you know in the pool game where you put the numbers in a little jar, you shake it and you drop a number out. You got to hit that ball in. Okay. That's the, ex- the exact same way they figure out claims. So if there's four claims, you put one through four in there. You put one through four on the sheets of paper. You roll it, and one number pops out. That's who gets the horse. Well, who knew it was that? Can I claim next time there's a claims race for like a like a like a two K horse or something like that? Like, yeah. l- like let me know. I'm gonna get me a. I'll buy me a two K horse. There are there are five hundred dollar claimers that run some days at smaller tracks. So you can you can get a. Now they're not usually very good. Producer Stephanie just got very excited in the background. We could we could start the handle stable and we could come up with some of these horses uh, if, if we are able to click off a couple big winners here, Matt. How much do we have to pay the trainers to get the horses ready to run? See, now that's that's the bugaboo. It's about a hundred bucks a day. So you're paying three grand a month to be able to train the horses. That's why there's not a lot of action at the five hundred dollar claimer level. And then flights, international flights to get them over to Abu Dhabi for the races that we're gonna yeah. put them in. Like this is okay, that, this just got really expensive really quick. Vet bills, the feed, there's a bunch of things that go into this, Matt. Uh, horseshoes and all yeah, that. All the horseshoes. Protecting their manes and tails and all of those things. Like there's the, this the is, groomer, hot yeah. walkers. Yeah, you need it all. Yeah. Hopscotchers, like you just said, all of that stuff. Yeah. Everything that we're doing here. Guys, it's been a fun show here on a Sunday. Going to be sweating this golf tournament in which Jake Knapp apparently forgot how to play golf overnight. That's great. It happened. Yeah. I do it. I know I do it. I I do. I I mean, I do it in the middle of a round all the time here. Let's go Sammy Valamaki at 125 to 1. If it can't be Knapp, please be you for Mike. It is Matt. Good luck on all your bets here on a Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.